You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out episode 37. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. You feeling you feeling better? I am. I am feeling better. I, I mean, just for the record, for the yeah, listeners. I am a, I'm feeling a lot better. I know that she's feeling better. Yeah. This, he didn't he didn't wait till today to ask. Right? This isn't the first they're like, God, I thought they got along so but, well. But if we're gonna go for the record, also you never got sick, which is a bunch of bullshit. I'm just saying which one of us is super healthy and exercises and which one of us got sick. Yeah, that's it's bullshit is what it is. But uh yes, I'm feeling a lot better. I still have a little bit of vertigo uh every once in a while. It just kinda hits me. Out of the blue But besides that Much better Feeling I have a lot more energy Back to exercising Not running though Because it's been zero degrees Yes Here in Missouri been ridiculously cold here Yes So I hear that it's supposed to turn to Return to normal temperatures next week But we're also supposed to get freezing rain So I might Or might not Return to running next week Gotcha <laughs> Or you might return to falling next right. week Right I'm, with the vertigo, I'm kind of nervous about going into slippery surface, surfaces. Maybe they'll cancel each other out. Like the vertigo will make you kind of like wobbly, but then the ice will make you slippery. And between the two, you'll be perfectly upright. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a thing because the vertigo comes and goes. But uh, well, but thanks. If it wasn't for that. Is there a way we just try and have it all the time? No, I wouldn't. There's, I, I've said this to several people at this point, but there's only one person that I would wish this on. And why, whoever could that be? <laughs> right, because uh, it's not fatal or anything. So, so don't, so save up your wish for something worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, then don't. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, like I, I feel okay wishing that on that particular person. Sure, because it's not fatal. So I don't know. I'm okay with it. 
As am I <laughs> uh, Shameless plugs Don't forget We're available on iTunes Yay. You can go there Rate, review, subscribe We have a new review Would you like to hear it? I definitely would So uh, here it is It is from Holly Go Lightly I like that What a great name Audrey Hepburn fan I'm sure Oh why is that? Because I don't get it Holly Go Lightly Was her name In Breakfast at Tiffany's Oh I didn't know that Yeah that was the character's name I've, she, and I Didn't we watch Well maybe we didn't watch that No we didn't watch that one I don't think I've ever seen it You know I honestly Don't know that I've ever seen it oh. I just know that Okay Because I'm weird You are I am It's delightfully weird <laughs> Well some days it's More delightful than others That's true well, That's you, for all of us yeah, So readily For agreed. all of us you So readily agreed with that <laughs> So Holly go lightly says <laughs> Keyword go lightly Uh I'm obsessed with my Peloton bike and love that Crystal and Tom weed through the now very crowded OPP and fill me in on the important news and updates in a fun and friendly fashion. Keep on pedaling and podcasting, my friends. Nice. Yeah. What a great review. That's very nice. So thank, thank you. you very much. So if you would like to leave a review for us to read, you can do that at iTunes. Yay. And eventually we will get around to yours. Yes. So uh, so thank you And also don't forget We have a Facebook page You can go to Facebook.com Slash The Clip Out mm-hmm. And while you're there You can join our group A lot of people Joined the group last week when Yeah we Pointed out that you can do both Yes And the group will keep the show Like in your feed A little bit more Than just liking the page will Because Facebook throttles things They're weird like that So They are If you want to make sure You see all of our stuff And I don't think We're too crazy About posting stuff No I don't so. I don't get all crazy I, yeah. I just try to post things As they come up Or like Relevant links From this week Episode and then any new Information from Peloton that hits uh, I make sure and do that too so. yeah So uh, so you can also while you're On the clip out page you can like The group and then you'll get everything that You need from us yes So and also we have a website the clip where you made some additions To the web store this week yes I can't Believe we remembered that yeah so Pretty much before our first Run through the store Was all in black Because our logo does not lend itself well to multicolored clothing or any color other than black or maybe white. You could do white, gray. Yeah. But, you, you know, that's spectrum. Right. Uh, so we fixed that. We fixed it. Yeah. yeah so we have a, a new, lo- not a new logo, but just a new, uh, you know, apparel friendly logo. Yes. Yeah, a tweak to the logo that will make it show up better on different colors. So you now have a lot more color options in the shirts themselves in the clothing store So feel free to stop by If that was a stumbling block for you Yes And there will be more coming also And uh, all the money we make off the store Goes to uh, not buy a bike for me <laughs> So That is true But uh, if anybody's curious about what we would do with that money Because nobody's asked that But, that, but I don't want people to think we're just like You know being greedy over it's here It's all for chicken tenders and pizza No What it's well, actually There some diet soda in there <laughs> What it's I love your diet soda um, It's actually For um, Like when we go to HRI We'll need some equipment Because There's a A chance A good chance That we might be able to do A live episode recording So we'll be getting Some new equipment for that And uh, We will be um, also, our weekly episodes that we do, you know, maybe maybe we'll be doing some fun stuff to add to that, and maybe we'll get some help editing them too to make sure that we keep up with the weekly podcast because sometimes it gets a little hectic. Yes, yeah, some weeks are a little busier than others. Yeah, so that's what that's what your money would be going toward. Yes, 
Besides having an awesome shirt, of course. And pizza and chicken dinners. <laughs> and for diet me, soda. Not for you. <laughs> if you buy a shirt, you don't get pizza and chicken dinners. I just want to make that clear. So uh, what is on the slate for this week? Well, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. We've got some, some tips, some ideas from how to not make fitness just a resolution. How to make it... A real change to your life uh, This topic is courtesy of Billy Lenore Who is the admin and creator Of the awesome Fan page Jacob's Tribe So if you are a fan of Jennifer Jacobs And you have not yet had the opportunity To check out Jacob's Tribe You should do that It's at Jacob's Tribe All one word You can find that um, But I thought that was a great idea That Billy had So we'll be touching on that And uh, we're also going to be Talking about uh, Some some news from Peloton We've got a PR for PR update I know it's your favorite Hashtag of the year And it's a great ha- Well of last year Of last year it's 2007 cl- I know we got a clean slate Clean slate Right So you know Michael Klein You guys go back to the drawing board Because you've already You've already done 2017 We need a new one And um, we we have some updates on the Jen Sherman tribe because we had that whole change in schedule last week. We've got new features on the bike. We've got a big announcement coming next week. We've got so much to cover. Well, then let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Peloton. So hit me with some life-changing strategies <laughs> that I can ignore. <laughs> okay. So uh, I don't know if you remember... And I don't know if they remember, but I'm going to attempt to uh, run 13 miles in September. So I remember one of my resolutions is to to continue to run. And with that, I also want to start adding weight weight training into my workout regimen. And um, so one of one of the things I was kind of working through is what is that? What does that look like? And how am I going to schedule that? And uh, so I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people in the last couple of weeks. So here's some things that I came up with. One of the things is there is a running calendar that you can get from I love to run dot com. And I don't know this work for anybody else, but it's gigantic. It has it. It has a day, a space for every single day of the year. So you can record your workout very easily. It's right in front of you. That's motivating for me because one of my goals this year is to work out 80% of the days of the year. Uh, I know there's people that do it all year long. Like they'd never take a break. And I that's it doesn't seem to work for me. There's just life happens and yeah. I can't. So, um, so I figure 80% is a good a good goal to have, which works out to 5.6 days of the week, if you were wondering. So I'm going to shoot for six. And we'll see how vacations go. We're yeah. nervous about vacations. We got a couple of vacations planned. I know. But, but you were saying that you count. I would count like if we went to places that required a lot of walking. Right. I would count that. Like if you hit a certain step total. But or like something. last year we went to Mexico and we sat on the beach. So that did not count. We had a couple days that counted, but mostly yeah, that they did not. Yeah, that day when we like we, you actually got me in water. <laughs> yeah, we went on the Mexican cenotes. Yes. That I, was so much fun. I swam in an underground river. I jumped into one from did, like 30 feet. And I jumped into one from three feet. I did that too, but that was really fun. It was fun to get you up on the wall and make you jump in. That was great. That was like the highlight of the trip. That was the highlight? I mean, one of the highlights. Okay. I mean, I, there were a lot of highlights. I was like, I hope there was other highlights. There were tons of highlights. Because it was just the two of us on the trip. <laughs> just saying. I hope a three-foot jump for me wasn't the highlight of the trip. Just, just put that out there. The G-rated okay. highlight of the trip. We're married. Okay. <laughs> I know, but our podcast listeners don't want to hear too many details, Tom. <laughs> so, uh, you would count... 
Yeah, I would count. Yeah. I would count the walking and stuff that we did. That was a pretty a pretty eventful day. But well, that was a long and tiring day. It was, but like the day that we drank in the pool all day, that would not count as one of the days. I well, hang on. <laughs> it might not count for you. It definitely did not count for me. But I floated. But I floated back and forth to the bar. I'm the one that had to keep going to the bar to get more drinks. I went a couple you. times. So like I I think of all the laps that I did. <laughs> that counts. I'm counting it. Okay. Well, at any rate, that is one of the the ideas. Basically to visual to visually record what your goals are to have a, have a way to see it in front of you all in one snapshot whether that be a workout journal, whether that be, you know, you just make a a tick mark on your calendar. I I don't know, but everybody has a different thought. But I, that's one of the ones I'm doing this year. Um and then uh another thought was I talked to Marla Kaminsky and she was telling me about this awesome app called Life Chaver and it actually tracks your goals and every day or however often you set up a goal you get a reminder for it if you would like so it kind of keeps you on track and so let's say you set a 30-day goal and uh, you want to see how you did over that 30 days you have a visual tracker every day showing you how you're doing so far so it's it's another visual reminder of this is what I want to do it's a great way to be very intentional and it can be about anything not just health you could you could be like I want to spend more time with my kids or I want to make sure I read them a bedtime story every day you know and that can be a reminder it literally pops up on your phone read bedtime story and then and then at the end of the day did did you accomplish the goal you set out to accomplish so goal for the day eat chicken <laughs> every day okay every other day every other day and then on my rest days i call them my rest days on my rest days i'll eat pizza <laughs> I think this podcast is making you less healthy, not more. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm, and, very, I'm a contrarian. Yes, you are. You definitely are. Uh, and so since I'm going to also be adding weight training in um, and I'm going to be recording my goals in this awesome app that Marla suggested, another suggestion I got was from... Rachel Bootin and Rachel suggested that I start thinking about doing Beachbody. You could do Beachbody on demand. They have a lot of weight videos. They have cardio too, but I get my cardio between the running and the like. They buffer a long time. Their weight you have to wait for them. No, like weight training. Oh, so yeah, they're they're actually weight driven videos. So you know they will walk you through several exercises. Some of them are just uh, need your own body weight. Some of them you need extra weights, or maybe you need. the they have these little loops. I'm not a big fan of the loops, the rubber band things. Yeah, you, you got to put them on your legs, and it's they roll up and they move. I'm not so far. It's only been one workout. Gave yourself a wedgie, didn't you? Oh, not that kind of loop. They just go around like your thighs, and like you, you like move them around. I'm gonna say things that make it sound really bad. So like, I'll go around your thighs and move around. <laughs> So at any rate, that's another one of my resolutions Lose is some weight that way is to work <laughs> work into. <laughs> so yeah, they're too much, and so anyway, my goal there is to use Beachbody more and get weight and get more weight training in. So I'm gonna try to to even that out. So between the running and the biking and the the Beachbody workouts, I think that's how I'm kind of upping my fitness goals this year. You will be beach ready. I don't know about that. That would be amazing. I don't think I'll ever feel beach ready. Like I just, I just don't think I'll ever be that person. Well, you know that we don't have beaches, right? 
Yeah, I know, but we were going to a beach. Oh, okay. We do have plans. That's true. It's a lot of. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good, and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs, and you are certainly sacrificing taste, texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. (laughs) It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Work for a week. But I also thought that it would be cool to tell everybody about Robin Arzan. If you didn't see it, she did a Facebook Live video and it was all about sticking to your fitness resolutions. And so um, she had several great ideas and I'm going to post the entire link. It's about a half hour long, but it's really, really good. And she she basically just answered questions that people had. They posted them on the screen and people answered them or she answered the pe- the people. And um, the first I wanted to give a couple of sneak peek of those tips, though. One of them is to use smart goals resolutions. I don't know if you've heard of that, but that's like when you have the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time bound. That's what this acronym. Ah. But smart is an acronym. And basically just making sure that your goals are something that you can actually do something with, because if you just if it's really vague, then you never know if you actually achieve achieved your goal right it's not it's not a good thing um and then she also had a couple of other ones she had tons of good ones but a couple others that really stood out to me were make appointments that get you to your goal which i've heard forever make sure that you make an appointment for your workout time and i totally agree with that but something i hadn't thought of that she brought up was no matter what that goal is so if it's like to eat healthy make an appointment to make time to make dinner i had not thought of that that's i mean that's so obvious but but not 
you know, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. Sure. So that was a really great reminder. It doesn't just have to be about working out. That that appointment can be for anything. Um, and I thought another great one was make a backup plan for all of your excuses. So she was like, take a piece of paper, put two columns on it. On the left-hand side, write down all of the excuses that will derail you from your goal, whether that be kids or you don't have time or a meeting, work, etc. And then on the right-hand column, put down all your backup plans for that. So your kid walks into the room 10 minutes into your workout. What do you, what's your plan B? Uh, you wake up 20 minutes late. What's your plan B? You know, what, what are you going to do for your plan B? And I was like, that's a great idea because you already have... You already have the answer. Right. You're not in that moment where you're really upset and then you can't think because yes. you're mad. Like yes. you're already like, oh, I know what to do in this moment. Yes. So I thought those were great ideas. If you would like to see more of those, then um, check out Robin's video. It will be on our Facebook page um, and that will be at Facebook.com slash the clip out. Do you have any resolution thoughts you want to add? I'm good. <laughs> What's your resolution this year, Tom? Um, more podcasting. <laughs> no <laughs> How are you going to get more I make an appointment for it make an, I think you make plenty of time For the podcasting <laughs> Okay I'll do uh, More podcasting but half as much As I had planned <laughs> That's my plan B I like where your head's at There's a new showroom in town Yes not in St. Louis I got the theme to Alice stuck in my head Do you There's a new girl in town Oh you never watched Alice. You're young. Alice was probably off the air by the time you were. I feel like I might have watched it, but like an episode or two, and it was definitely in reruns. Yeah. It was so. like, I don't want to sing, because then you'll never edit it out. You'll make it your ringtone. But it was like, there's a new girl in town, and she's looking good. It's <laughs> sung by Linda Lavin. Broadway's Linda Lavin. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it would have been better if you sang, but okay. No, I'm not singing. Okay. So mm-hmm. there's a new showroom in town, and it's looking good. <laughs> yes, and it's in New York City. I'm so jealous. It's at 1156 Madison Avenue, between 85th and 86th Street. Fancy. Yeah. That's a, that's a pricey part of town. It is. They're doing okay for themselves. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Peloton's okay. Yeah. And I'm very happy that they are. Madison uh in the 80s became one of the most popular girl names in America. I did not know that. Yeah, because of the movie Splash. I don't I don't really get what all the fuss was about with that movie. I really didn't enjoy that. Splash? Mm-hmm. Oh, that movie's fun. Mm, I don't know. Maybe I was just too at the wrong age to watch it. Maybe yeah. I didn't appreciate it. The nostalgia wasn't... I wasn't at the right age at the right time. And then you go to, back and watch it and it just feels like it's eh. just a silly little old movie. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, yeah, because that's how she picks her name. They're walking down Madison Avenue. And he's trying oh. to get her to tell her her name, and she her name is a fish name, and <laughs> it breaks all the TVs because she squeaks and stuff. And, and I do kind of remember that yeah. actually. <laughs> and then she, she's like uh, Madison, <laughs> and so and then and that movie became really popular, and then like people started naming their kids Madison. Oh, interesting. There you go. Well, we also have an update. I don't know if you remember your favorite hashtag of the year for 2017 for two, for 2017. Yes, is what we're talking. And about. what was the hashtag? PR for PR. Very good. Yes. Well, we have an update for PR for PR. And and just a reminder for anybody who may not remember, that was the uh, ride that Michael Klein put together for the riders to donate themselves for the Puerto Rico disa- disaster, the hurricane that hit. And all of the proceeds actually went to the Ricky Martin Foundation for Puerto Rico's hurricane relief efforts. The final numbers came in. It was $4,100. Nice. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So great. Great job to everybody who rode, and thank you so much, Michael Klein, for putting that together and benefiting 
Puerto Rico. That was really cool. Yeah. And coming up with a great hashtag. Yes. Hopefully there will soon be another awful tragedy that will inspire you to come up with a clever hashtag. Well, they do have all those floods in Boston right now. Oh, keep your fingers crossed. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's pretty crappy for them already. Yeah. Like, I think we can call it's it that. Yeah. Oh, no. no. <laughs> He's kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've never been to Boston. I, don't know. I don't know. I've never been there. The only thing I know about Boston is what I see in Ben Affleck movies. So do you blame me for being like Boston? I don't know about that. I'm If I go there. There, they'll just, I'll, I just I just feel like I'm just going to end up assaulted behind a packaged liquor store. Okay, now well, I can see that's your takeaway. I feel like they probably have more. They probably have more. Yeah, I think that there's probably like some Ben Franklin stuff or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, no, that's Philadelphia. I don't know. I mean, Boston's definitely one of the thirteen yeah, they colonies. Too. So yeah, too. He traveled a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he was very worldly. <laughs> that Ben. <laughs> well, I mean, the world Franklin, was pretty tiny. Not Affleck. at that point. Well, I think it was the same size. It was just. A but they didn't go outside. <laughs> the Never was the same. Size. I mean, I mean in the sense that like it took forever to go anywhere, so the world was much smaller. Oh, like you know, I see. like it, you had a much smaller area you stayed within. Have you ever thought about that? Like how how much traveling must have sucked? Yeah, I have. I have thought about that because I read a lot, and it's like crazy to think about like people in a freaking wagon train going across country. And I get I get bitchy if like we stay at a hotel that's not comfortable. Right. I mean, can, I mean, I. I would just suck. I would just, it would be terrible. You are not a frontiers woman. No. When you think about those people that like had to like build a log cabin from scratch. Oh, I can't even imagine what I would do if I grew up before you, air conditioning. You'd be effed is what I you would, would be. I would just, yeah. Either that or you would have gotten better at it. I guess if you started as a kid, but I keep thinking of like post apocalyptic and we we're just screwed, Tom. Oh yeah, like I just like whatever. Like if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm just gonna be like, just bite me. I'm gonna be like, if I can make it to my parents' house, I'll be okay because they know how to survive off shit. You know, if you think about it, my my zombie apocalypse version of myself isn't radically different than my current version of myself. Just bite me. <laughs> <laughs> just just a different meaning. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. And also, Jen Sherman is going to be doing a Saturday ride. Uh, unless the schedule has changed again, which is is different, we don't usually get a Saturday ride. But Thursday's ride was canceled because of the weather in New York. They closed down, ah. and um, also the triple. Tuesday ride is back So Jen Sherman we had the whole conversation They changed her rides it created Controversy well she now Has three rides on Tuesday again All is well within the JSS Tribe Whew. I know As Everybody is happy thank goodness That's thank good goodness. I'm glad there was a Pleasant resolution me too There are new features a new Feature there are never not new features And what does this new feature do This is so cool it actually Shows what music you're listening to on an on-demand ride So you're you're sitting there riding along What song is this? Oh, you just hit the little little music button There's a little note and you just tap it And it will show you the song and artist of who it is by Sweet Yeah, it's great And it doesn't stay up all the time Which took me a minute to get used to Because I was like, why are we not seeing this all the time? Gotcha. But I actually kind of liked it Because then once you're used to it Every time the song starts, it pops up again So like a new song, the next song, it'll pop up And then it goes back, it kind of closes oh, itself Oh, and then if you up. miss it, you can hit the button It'll exactly. pop back up, but then it'll go away Right Because you don't need this Once you know the song, you don't need it in yeah. your face and- Yeah, it's like, but you might forget Like, what is the name of it again? You know, and right. you want to remember it So, and also, if you do refer 
forget it and you want to go back to it later, the cool thing is, is they have them listed on the actual on the actual class itself now. So you can just go and find the song you wanted to listen to. But it's great. I love it. It's just a little handy, a little... It is. It's such a tiny little thing, but it's so nice to just have it in front of you because I, I know you know a lot of song titles, but I don't, especially like different genres. Like I like pretty much everything in the 90s I, I that was alternative, I liked, but they all sounded pretty much the same. And Blasphemy. So, yeah, well... That's just my take on it. But anyway, to have the actual like names of them, it's it's helpful to kind of sort them into piles, if you will, yeah. mentally. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I really like it. And Peloton has a big Facebook Live something or other. Yep. Fandango planned. It's coming up from the Consumer Electronics Show next week. Hmm, where people sell new, new electronic equipment. It's. I mean, we've heard the rumors. Interesting. And now there will be a Facebook Live on January 9th from 1 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, which is the one time I have a meeting that day. <laughs> Dang it. So hoping they keep it up so I can watch. Oh, they will. Yeah, I hope. I hope. Yeah. But I'm very excited to hear the news and see the news. So excited. Sounds like it's going to be John Foley himself giving the message, too. Ooh, it must be important if he's uh-huh. doing it. That's what I think. They don't uh, let him out for nothing. I know. It's got to be important. Checking in with the Peloton community. So joining us on the Skype phone today, Talia McKinney from uh, Million Dollar Listings NYC. Is it NYC or do I say it out? New York um, City. New York. Million Dollar Listing New York, I would say. Okay. <laughs> I saw it different ways, and I wanted to say it properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so usually you you get concerned that you say the person's name wrong, right? And then this right. time you're like, wait, I am I saying the TV show right? Like Mid sentence, <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. It's so fun! I'm excited. So we should probably start by just kind of giving people some background on exactly what it is you do. With and for the show Sure So uh, Million Dollar Listing New York is in, is in season 7 They just started filming season 7 And there are three main Real estate agents on the show And I work with Ryan Serhant Who is one of the main brokers On Million Dollar Listing New York And I just started working with him As a real estate agent About a year and a half ago So our team, the Serhant team Is on a lot of the shows because you know they're filming in the offices and we're filming deals and they're filming us with buyers sellers developers and things like that for the show on bravo so exciting it's really exciting yeah it's awesome and it's great because i've always been a ryan fan so (laughs) you know it's it's funny because i've like watched him for six years on tv actually i joined last year so i i've watched him for five years and (laughs) i've always just liked his work ethic and his personality and his energy and then it was weird because I started working with them, and it's just so amazing. Is it so surreal? Really is it just, does it feel like... It is. <laughs> it is. Sometimes I'm still, like, I'll, I'll go on a pitch with him, and I'm like, I'm sitting beside Ryan Serhant <laughs> on the Million Dollar Listing show. I was like, this is so weird. It's just crazy because I've always loved him, and... You know, it's just funny because when I did, like, when I interviewed with him, I was asking him questions, but it was weird because I was like, I know that you're, you got married this summer because I saw it on the show. And, <laughs> you know, I know your wife because she's awesome and I follow her on Instagram. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's funny and it's, 
it's just a, it's just amazing. So you were probably sitting there like this either in, this interview either ends with a job offer or a restraining order. <laughs> exactly. I'm not sure exactly. which direction it's I'm going like, to go. I could have gone in either. Yeah, good. My mom wasn't there. It would have ended in a restraining order. Sure. She's like, uh, I would love Ryan, but she like is obsessed with it in a good way. But, yeah. Not like in a Kathy Bates it's misery fun. kind of way, but in a, right. Yeah. No. 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 No, yeah, not so like that, thankfully. I find it interesting <laughs> that like you so you do this for a living, but then you were still watching the show. Doesn't that feel like more work? <laughs> Correct. So no, because it's you know, it's real TV, it's reality. So you know, you just go about your day to day and they'll film in the office sometimes and they'll film us out with different buyers and sellers and so it's you know, it's just natural and they'll film meetings and stuff like that. So it's not it's not additional really. It's just Kind of part of the the job in a way. It's like seeing but with ca- with cameras around, seeing the pieces that you didn't necessarily get to see before. Exactly. So so how did you end up with with Nest Seekers? So that's the actual company, right? That correct. Okay. So what kind of hiring process is that like? I, I, did you just see it like a a want ad? <laughs> you were like, oh. Um. So no, that would be nice. Work with Brian at Nest Seekers. <laughs> it would be really hard. Uh, so I was working at another company and as a real estate agent, you're an independent contractor. So it's not really like a hiring, you know, it's not like you have to, we still go through basically like the same interview process. But um, like, if you want to be on a team, you kind of go to that team leader and you interview, interview with them. And then you're kind of part of the whole nest seekers as a company and you hang your license with that company. Oh, okay. So I had, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So I had been introduced to someone who knew Ryan. And so I kind of just like any other place, you kind of go through the interview process of starting with one person. And then Ryan was kind of like the last person to interview me after his assistant and things and people had kind of given me the yes. Wow. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. <laughs> so I, I'm just excited because it says here that you have a communications degree. <laughs> And I, yeah. and I have a communications degree oh, And it's fun. so rare for someone With a communications degree To do anything in communications That's, that's true <laughs> Yes it is <laughs> It's very true with like any degree I feel like these days Especially in New York City It's like what did you go to school for And it's nothing that they're doing Yeah they're like, yeah, they're like The majority Yeah they're like oh I'm, I, I went to law school Okay cool right. So uh, extra cream I'm a bartender What kind of liquor Would you want What kind of vodka You know Yeah It's New York So it's like A lot of people Don't do what they go to school for So yeah I was a communications degree um, Major And a PR minor And I did fashion PR When I first moved to New York And kind of Got into real estate (laughs) Yeah So um, I was I was reading about you I I googled you (laughs) Okay What did you What did you dig up Nothing bad Nothing Bad. She's like, okay, I can good. get restraining I before, she's, so I know. she's like, I can get restraining orders as much as I can have them. Yeah. <laughs> I can get them too. Oh, um, come on. <laughs> no, but I was just, uh, I, I was curious because at some point I read that you were always drawn to real estate. And so I was just curious how you made the leap from like the fashion industry and reporting about right. that into real estate. So I was doing fashion PR for about three years. With a, a pretty well-known company in the city And then I just wasn't loving it I just, you know, I was like, I'm in New York I feel like I should be doing something else This just, you know, it just wasn't clicking with me So I um, got into hospitality And I was doing event planning At, like, different restaurants and bars around the city And in the meantime, I took some time off And traveled a lot 
to many different countries, which was amazing. And in the meantime, I was I was working at a restaurant and I, I had a table and I was talking to this guy and he's like, you're you just like you're so amazing. You have great energy. Did you ever think about doing real estate? And I was like, actually, I have like I'm from a small town in Pennsylvania, but I've always been interested in the homes and my mom and I would go to open houses just for fun. And it was, you know, it was, it's always been something that I've been interested in. And so he said, you should get your license and come work for my company. It's a commercial company. And I was like, okay, I don't really know. Like, I mean, I know commercial is different than residential, but I didn't really know what that, you know, what the differences were. So I got my license, learned more about, you know, residential homes. You're dealing more with buyers and sellers. It's a little more personal and you really get to know the people commercial. It's a little more corporate, you know, things take longer. It's, it's just a whole different world. So I ended up getting my license and then going into residential. And still this guy who owns this company, he's still trying to get me to come over to commercial, but I just love, I just love residential for now. <laughs> you know, it's just, and I think I will for a long time. I just, I don't, I just don't see myself being the commercial agent. So I would think commercial would have, would that have better hours? I feel like the, it's everybody's working. And so nobody's like where residential is like, okay, I, I get off at five. So now spend right. all night and weekends showing me houses or apartments or. Yes, that's true. It does have better hours. It's, I guess commercial is more standard weekdays and residentials literally like 24 seven. But I think just because I love what I do, someone calls you and they want to see something at night or on the weekends it's just i mean it's fun to me yeah i i get excited it's different i i would also think commercial would be more transactional you know it's it's yeah. you might have like three months before you know in between deals you know oh definitely the sales cycle would be longer right than than definitely definitely um i've heard you know with commercial deals they can be huge but they can take years oh, to close yeah that makes sense yeah so how does that work in New York? Is there how far can you sell real estate before you're not in New York? Like, is it broken up by boroughs um, or do you got the whole so state? You can pretty much do all of New York City, which is the five boroughs. Good question, because I've heard and I would have to look into this. I know like the Hamptons isn't considered New York City, but I'm pretty sure you can sell with your with the, like a standard New York City license in the Hamptons as well. Oh, Interesting, but don't but don't quote me on that. <laughs> Too late. It's Too recorded late. in a podcast. Well, I've, no. I've already tweeted it twice. Yeah. Talia yeah. said oh, yes. No. I have up to six followers. <laughs> yeah, three of them are bots. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the so how does the business aspect of nest seekers intersect intersect with the show itself like what what parts of it get recorded what parts of it don't get recorded it, you know I, I would feel like there's probably a whole lot of recording and then a bunch gets right. cut up <laughs> yeah so they pretty much you know they'll film so season seven just started so sometimes they'll tell us like certain days that they'll be there um you know when we have big showings or something scheduled like on Thursday we filmed and Ryan and our team got about three like large like party they, we didn't party on them but they were like the larger party buses <laughs> and they say like Ryan the third hand team on the side and we took like a hundred agents around to five different properties that we have that are brand new in Brooklyn so the show was filming for that because you know it's something that's happening and it's entertaining and it's, it's great publicity for our new condos as well so again though that was like shooting the whole day and then the producers 
from Bravo obviously get to decide kind of what's on the show and what's not. That's fun. If that makes if that makes that sense. totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, so, I can tell so, Tom's got questions. No, I was just trying to figure out, and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I'm trying to figure out a timeline here, roughly. So, like, so you were doing real estate for a while before you fell into the show, or you just Correct. did it all at once? So I was. I've been. I've had my license for almost four years. So I was about two and a half years at another company, and then I've been with Ryan for like a year and a half. So yeah. So I was doing that before, and then I joined uh, the Sirhan team last year so i have been practicing for almost four years that's awesome i love the fact that like i always crystal and i always talk about this about like having jobs where you kind of game the system and like not right. not to say that you don't work because you absolutely do right. but like you've kind of game the system in that like you're like oh i love real estate but i also like communications and here you found this way this odd thing that you could have never at 19 Said, here's what right. I want to do. You could like your dream job probably didn't even exist at 19, right? right? And so, so to find this perfect marriage of, you know, your love of communicate of the communications and broadcast mm-hmm. world, and this whole like I like real estate, but I don't know, and right, I, I just love that. <laughs> oh no, it's amazing. Yeah, and and you're right. I feel like you know, of course, I'm always like, should ever a lot of people should I have gone to college for whatever because i'm not using my degree but you are you're right i feel like i do use it in different aspects of real estate like all a lot pretty often npr yeah you know, absolutely we, to, you know, we kind of market and do our our pr as well with different properties so yeah real yeah. estate's all about I marketing didn't, i didn't waste that degree you didn't not at all no. I mean, and <laughs> and and you you work as part of a television show that's the definition right. of a communications degree you know what i mean like that's so right. even though it wasn't necessarily a uh, a straight line from receiving your diploma to utilizing the degree itself you certainly arrived there right Tell your mom I like that. that. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. You call your mom right now and be like, hey, Tom says you should get yeah. off my ass about not using my degree. <laughs> I know. I will. You don't even know she's on I her ass so. about it. Look, communic- people with communication degrees you just know, know that your parents are on your ass about using your degree. Because <laughs> right. they're like, what did you go to school for if you're. Right. <laughs> That's it's just part of it. They have a whole. In other words, we've touched a, a nerve. You know, oddly enough, no. Yeah, really. <laughs> because I've kind of always have had a job where I utilize my communication. You have, today. you have. I'm one of the few yeah, that that have ran that gauntlet. <laughs> but I do like my mm-hmm. my day job. I started in radio, and my day job now is uh is I book concerts. I'm a concert promoter. So. And I do the marketing oh, and the fun. booking. Of the, yeah, totally. So it's like that's why we talk about gaming the system because I have. She gets yeah. She gets frustrated because she gets up in the morning yeah and gets all gussied up, <laughs> which is delightful. <laughs> and uh, and then I put on jeans and a hoodie. Yeah, and I get excited oh. about Jeans Day, and he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, me too." Uh, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. And I'm like, I get to wear jeans and a hoodie. Every day Every day Wow So to me I'm like I've totally Gamed the system (laughs) Like Right And I get to wear Jeans and a hoodie And I do things like How much do I want To pay John Fogarty I don't know Let me think about it (laughs) Like that's (laughs) Right (laughs) Like That's a good deal It is a good deal That's a good deal And then she gets all mad And then I say Now let's compare paychecks (laughs) And she gets a lot less mad Oh my god (laughs) 
<laughs> there you go. That's how that works. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so what is it? What is it like working with Ryan Serhant? Is it Serhant? Serhant. Because yeah. I watched, I watched some of the episodes, and uh, he oh, he's good. very charismatic. Oh my gosh, he's. Amazing. Hang on, I, I feel like the way she said charismatic that that is wife code for hot. I mean, okay, <laughs> like that was. I felt like she was winking at you, being like, "I mean hot, but I'm not going to say hot because my husband is sitting right here, but he's hot." You could take yeah. that however you want, babe. So he's hot. Go on. Yeah. But yeah, I. Lo- I mean, working with him is just it's just unbelievable. He's completely focused and he really values our team and he lets us know it, which is great. I've heard, you know, a lot of people they're not respected by, you know, they're higher up and, and they're, you know, just taken advantage of, but he's just, he's so into the team. He's a great leader, very hardworking. He works all the time. He's available pretty much 24 seven whenever we need him. So yeah, I just have a lot of respect for him all around and he, He's just so positive and he sees positive in things that could be a negative situation in terms of dealing with different clients or offers. And he just turns things around. Um, and as you probably have seen on the show, he's very spontaneous and he's fun and he just enjoys life. And he's just a great person to work for, or to work with. Yeah, he, he seems to have a lot of really good qualities that you would appreciate in a leader. Yes. Yeah. That, that's great that he's Definitely. really like that in real life. You know, sometimes he really is. He really is. And, and people ask, they're like, we see him on the show and we're not sure, you know, how he is as a person. And I'm like, he's that 110%. Amazing. Well, that's cool. So since you were uh, a fan of the show before you started working there, like, what was the, the lag time between uh, just being like, oh, my God, I'm in this world now and <laughs> and just and, and being like, okay. These are my peers and I work with them and, and I just have things to do. Um, well, sometimes I still think that way <laughs> when, I, when I, it's true. Like I'll, I'll go on, you know, pitches with him or be around him. And like I said, I'm still like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting beside Ryan Serhant. This is crazy. <laughs> but when I see him in the office and, and things now, it probably, I would say it took like six or seven months to really be like, okay, this is, this is real. I'm on this team and I can call Ryan or text Ryan Serhant. You know, like I'll get a text from Ryan Serhant and I'm like, I'm getting a text message from Ryan Serhant about a, a client. I'm like, this is crazy. And I, you know, screen shoot it and send it to my mom. Ryan Serhant texted me and she's like, you know, we both like flip out and have that moment. And then, <laughs> It's just, it's just, yeah, it's unreal. Your mom sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, my mom is, my mom is awesome. She's really cool. Before- and she still hasn't met him yet. Oh, oh my gosh. How have you not made you that happen? You have to be calm. So. I was picturing when you said you, to- you screenshot the text and send it to her. I'm like, you have to blur the number out first, though, don't you? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I, but, but she's great. I've had she's, my- she's very supportive of you know, That's awesome. I've had my nerd moments like that, though. You have because, like, I'm yeah. I'm really into uh, a show called Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's okay that you probably have no idea what those words mean. No, nope. and uh, <laughs> but it was uh, it's on Netflix. But it was a show from the 90s where they would watch old movies and silhouettes along the screen and then make fun of them. And oh my god, and uh, okay. but very nerdy. Oh, that actually sounds. Funny. It's real, it really is. It's really funny. And so, but because of my day job, I got to know. 
the host of the show and so like sometimes oh, i would get emails or texts or we're friends on facebook and i'll make a silly joke and he'll, like he'll click like and every time and he's I'm always like, like oh my god joel like my, my joke <laughs> that's cool it is yeah. it is cool like we'll do a family thing and it's like oh he liked our picture yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, oh, right. oh, so nice. the one year for yeah that's really fun. one year for christmas i got my i guess he was then probably 15 or 16 year old son a bunch of D&D stuff that he wanted and so i took a picture of him holding up a shirt that said that had the Dungeons and Dragons stuff on it And so I posted the picture on Facebook And I wrote preventing teenage pregnancy One t-shirt at a time And Oh my god <laughs> Oh that's really good and, uh, and so Joel clicked like on that And I was like yes, yes! A professional comedian Horror. liked one of my jokes I will take it So I know that you probably have some sort of, I don't know if real realtors Have some sort of HIPAA rules But without uh Without giving away too much yeah. Like do you have any Like really memorable Clients so far That maybe haven't Made the show Or that maybe That did make the show And you just um, want to tell the story I, We don't have any That made the show I feel like a lot of times Celebrities are kind of They don't really want to be On a reality show sure, But sure. I had Just a, a fun A cool deal that I had It was actually my first I, I think when I joined the team My colleague and I We were representing The sellers on a, ha- a townhouse in Brooklyn and it was a beautiful two-family house and it was a celebrity home which I, I think I can say it because it's public it was on, it was in the New York Post it was Lake Bell oh I um she's an actress and yeah it was in um Clinton Hill gorgeous home we put it on the market it was on the market for like three days we had our first open house on a Sunday and still like new to the team and I wasn't used to having so much action at my open houses and so much feedback from from <laughs> buyers and we had the open house we opened the door first of all there was a a tenant living there with like a crazy cat (laughs) and so she left the cat there and said to my colleague and I like whatever you do do not let this cat like out of the house it's usually pretty calm but if she like leaves the house like well she'll be gone and this is like my life my cat and we were like okay yeah like no problem and so we're you know this is Lake Bell's the owner of this house and we're trying to protect the tenant's who's living there her cat and so we like open the door for the open house and like one person comes in two people come in we had a hundred people at this open house the very first open house we've had so of course it's my colleague and i there's two of us we're running around the house trying to find where this cat is because of course we've lost like sight of this cat we're trying to sell the home like people are opening doors left and right and we're like please don't open the door please don't open we're like yelling at people trying to keep this cat in like the cat's under the bed then the cat's like close to the door then the cat's by the, like literally it was the craziest open house ever because there was a hundred people and we're trying to keep a hold of this crazy cat so that being said it was like a great open house we had a bidding war and we sold the house in like three days wow and lake bell was very happy with that so she should be very interesting First deal that I did with the team, <laughs> <laughs> you say the least. And the and the cat stayed. And oh, thank goodness, everything was good at the end. We found the cat at the end, and who knows if it even ran out, came back in. We didn't even know, but we're like, oh my gosh, if we lose this cat, we're gonna get fired. And you're like, we're gonna uh, have to eat half yeah, a percent. Was, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. There's, it was there's a cat fee. It was pretty intense. <laughs> it sounds like it. That sounds crazy. It sounds more like a circus, but you, yeah. <laughs> 
it was yeah then we of course were both i'm allergic to cats oh. my colleague was wearing all black whenever she picked the cat up she was like covered in cat hair <laughs> so we were just like what is happening we weren't we shouldn't be having to watch this cat but fine we'll do it <laughs> so when people uh, go to an open house like that do they know that it's the house of a celebrity or is um, or is it because it's time, new york not know or is it new york they don't care they're like Pff. um no new yorkers cared people would come just to be nosy but they actually didn't know until we closed then it was public knowledge okay yeah so you can pretty much keep it quiet for the most part so yeah i don't think no people wouldn't have known before it was just like a really nice house and a great neighborhood and it was well priced so that pretty much drove the buyers in wow nice yeah it was yeah it was pretty fun we didn't have cats, but when we sold our house, we we got three offers on the first day. We did. Oh, that was nice. wow. Yeah. So that was priced right, I guess. It was, which what? is funny because our real estate agent was like, oh, I think it's a little high. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, wow. ask this. And he's like, I'd shave like 10 or 15 off that. And I was like, I'm sure you would. But no, uh, ask this. <laughs> right. And we got it. Day, yeah. day one, three offers, one of them cash. We listed, nice. closed, moved out in 17 days. Yeah. Wow. It was like we were on the run. <laughs> I felt That's like it. Amazing! Yeah. I hear those stories. Like you don't need an attorney to close. You close. Yeah, it was pretty easy peasy. Yeah. Do you often need an attorney when you close? Yeah, in New York State, you need a you need a real estate attorney. Really? Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So yeah, I hear. I know. I other states. I'm just like how? I don't. I just don't get it. How? Well, we're not like that know, in flyover country. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, it would have taken a lot longer, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Missouri. Like, here it's customary to, like, you know, uh, the seller will gift a mule to the person that's buying the house. And they'll. Don't tease her. They'll give us three yeah. stalks of corn. It's just. Very interesting. It's very farmy. Totally different in New York City. Very farmy. And then sometimes. And your real estate agent will be like, here's a congratulatory Billy Goat. Like, it's just. Right. It's just. Well, I'd, take, I'd, want, I'd want a Billy Goat yeah. over a mule. I, I don't know. They're cuter. They are. I'd take that. <laughs> I'm just going to fulfill every stereotype you could possibly have about the state of Missouri. Yeah. I don't know if you know this or not. The po- this podcast is about Peloton. Oh, really? What a coincidence. Surprise. That uh, rumor has it that you are a fan of the Peloton. I am. I am a fan of Peloton. I love it. And how did you happen into Pelotonia? Pelotonia world. Let's see. Well, I met uh, Hannah Corbin, and she's a great instructor at Peloton. Absolutely. And she said, you know, come and try it out. And that was about three years ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So you were and early ever in. Since then, I've just kind of been. Yeah, I guess it was early in. Yes, I mean, I don't even know when it started. Like when the studio opened in New York City, but I, I guess. think it was two thousand. I want to say two thousand thirteen when it opened. Okay. So yeah, that was yeah, that was so pretty I, early. Yeah, and it's amazing. I love it. Are you a studio writer or do you have a bike? I am a studio writer. I do not have a bike, but it's on my list. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love it. Um, you know, I've met so many cool people in studio, and yeah, it just is amazing. It's such a great concept. So how do you find the time? Like, w- like when do you tend <laughs> to ride? It just seems like like so many people. They they like Peloton because the bike's in their house and so they it's kind of right. when they have time where you're still it's it's interesting because you're kind of you're using a Peloton bike but you're using it kind of a an old school way like a traditional spin 
studio. Right. Right. Well, working out is very important to me. So I I pretty much just make time. Uh, A lot of times if I don't have time in the morning, I'll that's one thing about my job that I do love. You can kind of have flexibility in your job. You're working pretty much 24 seven, but if I can, you know, hop into class, even at like 2 PM or something, I'll try to try to make time for that just because health is such a valuable thing and it's important. And I've, you know, I've been an athlete my whole life. So I feel like I just have to make that a priority. Absolutely. That's amazing that you're able to, so you can still make it flexible, even though it's not at your home. Correct. That's good. Yeah. They have classes in-studio classes are all the time, which is amazing. Yes, they are. I'm super jealous. You can just run in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so cool. And everyone's so nice there. The employees are amazing. It's always so clean. So, you know, you can, there's locker rooms there. So it's really, it's simple to just kind of run into a class and then pop out. And it's in, you know, right in Chelsea. So it's a great location. Is that like, not to be all stalkery, is that close to where you live or work? Or do you have to make a special um, trip? It's not really, but it's kind of close to where I work. I work in, in my offices in Soho. So it's it's not too bad. I can just hop on the train and be there in like 15 minutes. Oh, 10, 15 minutes. That's okay. not bad. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, yeah, I guess as a real yeah. uh, working in, in real estate that you're Probably back and forth all the time. Yeah, you're probably always exactly trekking around. Always at like all around Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, everything. I'm I'm used to that. So to do it to work out, especially, and to go to the Peloton studio, which is my favorite. It's you know it's pretty simple. So so we've talked. Oh, sorry. You oh, were I was going to say how jealous you're getting because like am. for us, it's a plane ride. Yeah, like we have to. <laughs> it's a I whole know. thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, to go through so TSA. It's, yeah, it's fun when the uh, in studio ride or in home. What do you? What do they call home riders? Home when the home riders. Yeah. I'll see, you know, the home riders come and the, the instructors like call them out and they're so excited yes. to see the studio and to actually see the instructors. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought fun to see because they're so excited to see, you know, the instructors and to, they're actually in the studio. And I guess I take that for granted because I just, you know, walk into the studio and I live there, but they're like, this is like a real studio and there's real employees and it's, you know, it just becomes more real to them, which is always cool to see when they see their instructors and actually do the live classes. I think that's so fun. Yeah. So I I wonder, you probably don't feel as much like we do as a home writer that the instructors are like celebrities because to us at home, these, these people are, they're, they're huge celebrities. We come in and it's like, Oh my gosh, I get to meet. So, and so (laughs) I know. And that's what, that's what I think is so cool about, that people get so excited and I'll take the pictures with them and yeah it's just a really cool I think it's such a cool community and and you're over there like there's no Ryan Searhan I know exactly I was like you know I know Ryan Searhan the Peloton instructors (laughs) I'm so cool (laughs) but yeah like you engage with them in real life so to you like they are they're just like they're a spin instructor where right. when the when the home writers see them on a screen all the time it does add this sheen of celebrity to them absolutely that right. they get very excited because especially like you said the home writer they don't see them on a daily basis it's not an opportunity that they have and so and you you feel like you get to know them because you take so many classes right. with them and so you know the things that they say over and over again you know they're you know and, and they'll tell you their stories so like you feel like you know them you know it's like a, right. it's like any other celebrity and then you walk in there and it's like oh my gosh that's really them yeah. <laughs> well, especially because yeah, no, i think it's 
It's so cool. There's an interactive aspect to it as well. Here, I'm going to get all communications major. You, you go ahead. Tell you for yeah. a second. Oh, so right. it's like when Marshall McLuhan discussed the concept of hot media versus cool media, right? This is yeah. television. Oh was, Gosh, I haven't heard that in the right, Television yeah. was was cool media because you don't need to use your whole head, right? You just it does everything right. for you. Radio, especially like radio programs, was hot media because you had to yeah. supply your head had to supply part of the. They would just tell a story, and you would have to supply the images. Mm-hmm. Where this kind of merges those two things because now they're interacting with you through the screen, so it merges the two worlds. There we go. Definitely. We use our communications like degrees it. today. There you go. I know. I haven't. Yeah. Podcast high five. Less than I haven't heard in a long time. But no, it's it's so true. And I didn't even really realize there was the whole Facebook page, which is I think it's just so cool that you're talking with these people from all over. Yeah. And I feel like she's made friends and met with people in Philadelphia from the Peloton Facebook page, and now they've become friends and. It's just such an. It's just so amazing. It is, yeah. I we. It was funny. We were having a dinner with the, the kids last night, and um, I don't remember what was said, but I, I said something, and Brian's like, "How do you know Lisa Getty?" <laughs> <laughs> right. It was like, "Oh, through the bike," and he was like, "Really?" Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's funny. <laughs> and so recently, yeah. we um, we actually interviewed uh, what we call uh, Flat Michael, who also writes. In the studio, he oh, yeah. he doesn't have a bike, yeah. and so he doesn't have a leaderboard name. So, do you have a leaderboard oh, name? I do. So that's just like uh, that's the name you use when you sign on to the bike, right, right? Right. How does he not have? one? He just never signs in. He always signs in his guest. Oh, weird! He's there all the time. <laughs> it is weird. It is. Yeah, we were teasing him. So interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's, I would tease him too. Yes, I I do I do have a name, which is actually pretty funny. I mean. It's, okay, so my, my leaderboard. Yeah, I'm like, how do I explain? That? My leaderboard name is T Run Swim One, and I know I'm missing the bike part, but um, I know it should be like T Run Swim Peloton or something fun. But I, I got it. It's my. It was my AOL screen name in seventh grade, and, which is so funny because I still have AOL, and I know I get made fun of all the time. Oh my gosh. I love AOL and it still says you've got mail every time I sign in. It's embarrassing if it does it at work. People are like, seriously, Talia, AOL, turn it, turn it down at least. Like, okay, sorry. But so T runs swim one. And I, yeah, I made that screen name up in seventh grade because it was T as in Talia, run as in I love to run, swim, swim as in I love to swim and I'm number one. <laughs> that is so, you know, awesome. The seventh grade mind, of course. That might be my favorite screen name. That's but, awesome. Like the story behind the leaderboard name. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, so I've, I'm, I've had this. I still have AOL. It's now my Peloton name. And I'm sticking to it. So if it ain't broke. Yeah. You must have been, exactly. You must have been very upset when they shut down AIM. They finally shut that down. Oh my gosh! I know. <laughs> I, I have I was I was only upset I haven't used it of course in forever but I was just I was very disappointed that they actually shut it down. It's just an end just of an era. I was like yes, like oh I used to love that. I used to love using AIM in college and you put your your status up when you left class <laughs> and it was so funny. You'd get your you'd be excited to check your messages when you get back. It's gone. Uh, yeah, the whole BRB like you're never away anymore. Yeah, you type it. It's like, it's like oh, it was on my phone. Yeah. 
Yeah. Used to Never. used to be like, I got to run to the bathroom. You'd be like, bio, now. bio break. Now you just take your phone with you to have yeah. your bio break. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, so you mentioned earlier about uh, some traveling, and you went to all sorts of cool places. Where, uh, where did you, where did yeah. you get off to? Uh, well, I won't go into all of them because it's like 35 countries oh, okay. so. so I've been a lot of places I was like did you go to countries but, you're not yeah. allowed to go to like what is that <laughs> no, no like I went to I Afghanistan <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no my mom would flip she flips when I go anywhere but I've done um you know I've done like South America Central America South Africa like Southern Africa um Southeast Asia and yeah I've just had some amazing trips I do I try to volunteer a lot when I travel you know I like to give back and my my probably my favorites were probably Cambodia. Um, I had a friend who had volunteered in an orphanage teaching English, so she was there. And then I went and did the same thing at the same orphanage like a year later. So I got to see the kids that she had been with the year before, and kind of like picked up where she left off and and helped with that. And did Angkor Wat, which was really nice, and the food's amazing. Same with Vietnam. I volunteered in a special needs orphanage, which was amazing and eye opening and an incredible experience obviously you can imagine it's so hard to leave those situations yeah. um and also mozambique was probably one of my top favorites it's just such a beautiful country everyone's so nice and friendly and i was in an orphanage there volunteering where um, like 90 percent of the children are aids and hiv positive Aww. and it's funded by a cashew farm really and um the orphans from the farm from the from the orphan from the orphanage obviously the orphans from there they grow up and then they work in this cashew farm and so they give back to the orphanage that they grew up in wow so it was really yeah it was a really cool experience yeah it's called sunshine nut company was the was the cashew company so it was yeah it was incredible how did you how did you find it? yeah places. how did you find that is it like through like a I church a or a lot did... of digging <laughs> no so I, I i do because i'm like you know i'm traveling and sometimes it's for a long period of time through these countries and you know like i said i like to give back but with the sunshine nut company it's actually a friend of my mom's who's who lived in the u.s moved to mozambique and started this orphanage and then started this cashew company so i kind of you know got connected through that and then with the other ones you know like my friend who was in cambodia she kind of made that connection otherwise i'll just like google things like crazy and try to become affiliated with like a church in the area or or something like that and get involved because a lot of the volunteer programs you know you have to pay a ton of money and then you have to commit to like three months or more and i mean i feel like so, so many of these places like the the orphanage in vietnam are like please just come if you can come for a day if you can come for five months we just need help because they don't have funding and then they can't have volunteers and the children are just you know they just don't have enough help wow so it's yeah it's really and I, i try to get the word out on these places because a lot of times the places that take money that just goes to a certain orphanage or something you know and then there's these small ones that are not known in the middle of nowhere and they're getting no money and they don't have enough help that's fascinating i have so, never heard of that yeah, yeah. It's really cool wow and i feel really yeah. shitty about booking a disney trip now. i know <laughs> we're gonna go to disney world next so year like, now i feel like an asshole <laughs> That's what Ryan always says And I'm like Well today I just ran Like 15 miles With my blind runner With the Achilles And Ryan's like Huh Alright well I need to Step up my volunteer game You know And I'm like You and Amelia Can do it with me That's what I'm trying To get them to do So we'll see But yeah No it's really cool And it's, it's a great experience Obviously as you can imagine But it's tough Yeah I bet so you know, It's tough to see 
I, I can't even imagine the logistics, uh, you know, for, for leaving the country for a few months and, you know, what do you do with your house and your, right. your animals and, I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, wow. Well, she probably knows somebody who can help her sublet it. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> she Call does, she true. does have connections. Just a hunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny you'd say. I actually do. <laughs> but yeah, that would be, uh, that would be intimidating to leave the country for, for that length of time. It would, yeah. Right. So what did you, well, the first right. time you did that? What was what was your thought process like? What were like? Were you really nervous about being gone for that length of time? Like how how did that play out? Well, see, see, so I would just go. The longest I've gone is probably like a month and a half. I've got I've done like backpacking trips with friends, and then it kind of dwindled down to one friend, and we'd go for like a month and a half. Because if you're going to Southeast Asia, you want to go for a long time, just because the flight is so expensive and it's so long. Right. But I don't know. I just, I've just always felt so comfortable doing it. I've never really been nervous. Wow. My mom, on the other hand, is terrified every moment of every day <laughs> that I'm gone. And I'm like, oh, relax. It's fine. Yeah. You know. She probably watches the news. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. And You're like, no yeah. locked up abroad so, while I'm gone. You can't watch that show, mom. Oh, yes. Well, that was the, you know, we were like huge locked up abroad fans. So that did it for that her. That show was great. I used to love that show. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Yes, so all the stories yeah. you're telling, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I would yeah. be terrified. <laughs> yes, and, and the movie Broke Down Palace. Yes. Oh, yeah. Real. Midnight like, Express. Movie. Claire Danes is fine. <laughs> Not real. <laughs> but they came up with that idea from somewhere, you yes. know. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't have to tell her that part. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about your volunteer work at Achilles. That sounds fascinating. Yes. So I got involved with Achilles International probably five years ago. Yeah, it's a really great program. It encourages disabled people to participate in athletics. And because I'm a runner, I, I mostly do it with other runners. So on weekends or during the weekday, they have a kids program and an adult program. And um, so for the, I ran the New York City Marathon last year with a legally blind runner and this year with a with a guy that was 100% blind. Wow. So we started training in July-ish, July. Yeah, a little later than we should have. But um, yeah, in July, we'd train every Saturday and go out and do our long runs together. He has a seeing eye dog, but obviously the dog can't go out and run like 20 miles. Sure. So we're, um, we'd run in Central Park. We're tethered together with a string and He's, he's fun and it's it's cool because you know we've become friends after it we're running together for hours and um, it's just a really amazing experience because it's such positive energy with the other volunteers and you're surrounded by people who are kind and you know they're giving back and it's just a really amazing experience they also do you know other sports and triathlons and it's just amazing because you know you're seeing for these people that otherwise wouldn't be able to complete the marathon wait 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 without a guide Back up a triathlon. Yeah. <laughs> How are yeah. you? Bi- is it Which, a tandem bike? How do you swim? Yes, it's a tandem, it's a tandem bike. bike. Okay, and it's a it's a for in the pool. The guide is in front, and you're tethered. I think by the ankle, and then they're tethered by their hand. Maybe. Wow. Yeah, which I'm actually interested in doing the triathlon. I've done the marathon twice, and they need they need more volunteers for triathlons. Which I'm a little yeah. It should be interesting and. 
I don't know. Tandem biking to me makes me a little nervous, but yeah, I, that's I, why I need yeah. Peloton to train. <laughs> <laughs> so how does the tether work in the water? Like, how does that stop? I'm not sure because, I mean, it would have to be tethered to the arm and the leg, I would think. Yeah. It can't be like around like the neck. Could it yeah, be like no, the torso would... maybe? Maybe that's around a, the torso? Maybe around the torso. That would actually make more sense. I'm just thinking that's the only place I can think of that it wouldn't get in the way of the arm movement. Right. Yeah. You'd have to be, if it's to the hands, you would have to be in perfect sync. Right. Which would be almost impossible. But I guess you'd have to be in perfect and pretty close synchronicity if you're, if you're guiding them swimming. I don't know. I got to look into this. This is fascinating. Yeah. Well, if you want to come to New York City and train, (laughs) you're more than welcome. We need volunteers. So. (laughs) Do they have anything for nerds? Could I... Could I describe a comic um, book panel you to a blind guy? Time us or, or <laughs> help us get our wetsuits off. Or, <laughs> Crystal and I will be racing. <laughs> you can cheer us on with a cowbell. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Perfect. Sign, sign young. <laughs> so, how do you find the time to train? I mean, I know that you said exercise is very important to you. Clearly, you've been an athlete your entire life but but i mean and and since i guess since you've been doing marathons and triathlons maybe it doesn't take as long for you to train as it does for (laughs) for me but i just can't even imagine how you're finding the time to do all of this oh it's intense yeah it's intense um i mean like when i trained in the trained for the marathon last year i did a marathon and a triathlon in the same season and I mean, like I said, it is a priority, so I'll just wake up super early, and it's New York City, so it it gets very hot when you're training in July and August, so it actually helps to beat the heat. Um, You know, I'll just do it before work, or if I have to, you know, I have a full jam-packed day, I'll come back and run late at night. I just, you know, I make make it a priority to to do it. I don't don't typically work out every day. Um, I try to work out every other day. But yeah, I just I make time for it, you know, even if it's like doing, you know, a quick, a quick, sometimes, you know, Peloton will have like the 20 minute bike sessions. If it's going into the studio and doing the 20 minute bike session, to me, it's better than missing a workout. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That sounds like what I say to you when, you, get, is, when yeah. you beat yourself up about not work. I was <laughs> like, but at least do something little and then it's better than doing yeah, nothing. Yeah, do like. Yeah, do 10 minutes of like jumping jacks and push-ups or something and get, you know, the blood pumping and it's better than nothing. Cuz yeah, all we have to do is take a look at me and we show we see what nothing turns into. <laughs> I'm like the ghost of Christmas yet to come. <laughs> so, do you have any advice for uh for Peloton or just uh exercise newbies in general? Um, I would say I have a lot of friends who, you know, they're like, how do you do a marathon? Like, how do you run 26.2 miles? That's insane. I can't even run. And I think it's all about starting small. You know, even if you're, you know, you've never run or never been on a bike, you walk around the block or you bike for five minutes. And I think you need to like celebrate small, celebrate small achievements like that. Take its baby steps and you need to be grateful for the small things that you can do. People who drive park at the opposite side of the parking lot and walk or take the stairs instead of the elevator. I think smaller things like that, you get your body, you'll, you'll build up to running a mile or you'll run, you know, build up to running two miles. You look at 26.2, of course, that sounds horrible. Yes. And it just takes time. And I think you just need to start slow. And I think Peloton in general with like the Facebook page, it's such a community and 
I think it's a great support team if, if you go on Facebook and, and ask others maybe in your area and you guys, you know, go to the track and do a little track workout or, you know, just incorporate fitness into your everyday life, I think is, is something that you can try to do and not have excuses for, you know, you know, not having the time. Just take the stairs to work, like I said, or park further. I think it takes little simple things like that. That would be my advice. That's we don't, good advice. We don't have a lot of stairs here. <laughs> Well, fine. We don't have to build then, up. Then, We've got land. <laughs> we don't. Fine. Then next time you go to the grocery store, park far away. Not far, but like at the end of the grocery store parking lot, and then you can walk. Yeah, and you, or run to the grocery store. And you still won't do that, Tom. <laughs> no, I was when you were yeah, talking Tom. about running twenty six point two miles. I'm like, if I drove twenty six miles, I'm winded. <laughs> I'm like. And then go to the track and run around twice, and then there you go. Oh, like I would need a nap. <laughs> well, you can nap after. Okay? Fine. That would be your treat. <laughs> that would be my treat. <laughs> Which is true. It's just he does not have any interest in this at all. We're trying. We've been collectively trying to get him on the bike, and it's it's not working. But they, there's a, oh, there's, a, oh. there's a lot of peer pressure. There is, yeah. But there should be now. Now you have me too. I'm going to be like Tom. <laughs> How's it? Going. What's your leaderboard name? <laughs> Not gonna happen. Is my leaderboard name? I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll we'll be there. We'll be in New York City in May for the Home Rider Invasion, and uh, I've got plans oh, for I've got plans for Tom. Yeah, you keep saying that. I but, do. Uh, I do. Is there like a new ice cream bar opening up? Maybe that'll be your treat. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have smoothies in studio, so there you go. Oh, he doesn't eat fruits and vegetables either, Talia. Oh, Tom. <laughs> I think in a past life I might have been a pirate because I can apparently, like, go, I can been genetically bred to beat scurvy. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I don't have uh, any of the toughness of a pirate. <laughs> but I do have the, oh the wardrobe flair. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today and putting up with our technical issues on the front end. We greatly yeah, appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Um, would you like yeah. to share with people how to find you online? Yes, people can find me on Facebook, Instagram, or nestseekers.com. And they can look up Talia, T A. L-I-A McKinney M-C-K-I-N-N-E-Y And feel free to follow me on Facebook or Instagram And again, they can find me on the nestseekers.com website as well That's N-E-S-T-S-E-E-K-E-R-S dot com And if anyone knows someone or themselves (laughs) Who are looking to buy, sell, or rent their homes and apartments Please send them my way. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much uh, for spending the time yes. with us to talk about all this wonderful stuff. Oh, we're done. This is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Well, you, I'm like, this is really fun. Well, you can absolutely come back again. I know. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> and schedule a ride for the Home Rider Invasion. I'll be the one in, yes. in the lobby waiting for my wife to get done. We'll see. Oh my gosh, I definitely, I, I actually just wrote it down. So I'm going to. <laughs> I did. It's so fun. I want to, I want to meet you guys. <laughs> well, that would be great. We would love that. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much. Here's today's recipe for success. So we have the return of the recipes. We do. Kinda. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, kind of because um, I want to make sure that I get the correct recipe. Talia was kind enough to send us a recipe for overnight oats. And rather than read it detailed throughout the podcast, what I'm going to do is just post it on the website. Awesome. So if you would like to see that uh, that recipe, you can go to Facebook.com slash The Clipout or our website, theclipout.com. Correct. So I believe that brings us to the end of another episode. It does. Of the clip out. But don't worry. We'll be back next week. We will. So uh, what, pray tell, do we have in store for them next week? We have a really fun interview with Rachel and her husband, Daryl Booten. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Rachel, I know I talk about all the time. And Daryl, I'm excited to talk to you also because he only rides scenic rides. That's fascinating. We've talked before about we need to talk to somebody who only does scenic rides. Yes. Everybody's yes. so focused about the instructors and their relationship with the instructors and the classes and the catchphrases. And here's a guy that just like, yeah, I just want to see some trees. Right. So we're going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> we're going to understand. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to take one of those scenic tree rides, uh, <laughs> you, what you don't want is your instructor to be some Sonny Bono. Ouch. That's what he said. Well, I don't know that he said a whole lot of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sonny. <laughs> so that's what you have to look forward to next week. So until then, where can they find you if they would like to stay up to date with all of your musings? <laughs> they can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe or on Twitter at Clipout Crystal or on the bike at Clipout Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe and you can find the show online at Facebook.com slash The Clipout. While you're there, join the Clipout group. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe, if you leave us a review, you will hear it on the show eventually. I mean, unless you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I will assume they're yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> this show's awful. <laughs> you sound nothing like Freakonomics. Like that would be. I mean, like, well, we're not reading that one. Although Freakonomics is pretty good. Yeah, it is. I like Freakonomics. But we definitely do not have the production value. But we also don't get paid to there, make a podcast. There is that. <laughs> so, um, so there. That's how you can find all of us throughout the week in case you just can't wait. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling.